For all of you lovers of mythical and fantastical creatures, we're about to get weird. Real weird in Finley Fens, the Lady in the Orc. Pick a seat up front so you can pay attention to this graduate level lesson in monster romance and breeding kinks. Because this is DNF Happy Hour. Also because hashtag Orc Seed. back everyone this is dnf happy hour if you're a listener a read watcher dnf you'll recognize us mel b jackie d your host uh last week we talked about fluffy bdsm and synodoms with Catherine nolan's contemporary nerd romance a bohemian this week we're talking about another romance but this isn't your grandma's romance right this is not you know fabio's not on the cover even though I, we could probably argue mm. the green mm. fabio <laughs> I know. No. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. This is like if World of Warcraft and the Netflix original 365 Days had a baby. Yep, I think that's accurate. That is thank accurate. Thank you. Thank you. I try. We are diving into the warm, sticky, gooey depths of monster romance. <sighs> anyway, just a warning we record these after our main show, so we are a bit sloshed and uh, you know not sloppy slosh is different uh because we are going to be hashtag sorry not sorry for whatever is about to come out of our mouths all right let me set the scene for you on this one i had just spent a month binging the darkest of dark romances i'm talking mafia docker motorcycle gangs and sex cults that kind of crazy thing, which I suck Jackie in to read all of those as well. Yep. Well, the mafia ones, no. Stalker and motorcycle gangs, yes. But yes, 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 yes. Uh, we'll get there, Jackie. We'll get there. Yeah. Uh, if you are friends with me on Goodreads, you should go and look at it. You can tell when that phase was because it is just one after the other in quick succession. Yep. And the best part about this, I'm pretty sure this was the month that was like leading up to my wedding as well. <laughs> Yeah, because I think I was reading some of them on the cruise. Yeah, yeah, it's it's weird. You know, yeah. <laughs> we need help. But anyway, but I was also sprinkling in, because I can't get enough of this, you know, that nice fantasy fae romance, or just like that, that, that fantasy type novel, which tends to have some, you know, we're talking about Sarah J. Maas, that kind of stuff, right? We had the new Jennifer um, L. Armitrout's book that had come out, so I was reading that in there. Uh, so I... I put myself into a reading slump because neither one on its own was doing it for me. Like I wanted it all together. I wanted dark, nasty, fantastical. I wanted it together and I just couldn't find anything. But then I remember Jack and I listened to another podcast uh, several months prior. And I remembered all of a sudden, I was like, one of the guests was on there and they were talking about like, how far have they gone into the romance subgenres and like where did they have to stop? And this one guest was saying that orc smut it's a thing. She's like, orc smut's a thing. So I went and I tried it and she's like, you know what? I'm gonna admit, not my thing. 
But then some of the other guests were like, no, it's great. I love it. But everyone's real respectful going, hey, it's not your thing. It's not your thing. Like, it's weird. We get it. But I, I went, you know what? I'm going to try it. So I went into Kindle, opened up Kindle Unlimited, and just typed in three letters, O-R-C. And right before my eyes, a whole new world opens up. At the top of this list is a thumbnail featuring like the absolutely ripped green torso of what I assume is an orc. But like, you don't see the face, you don't see the body. It's just like bare chested. Yeah, green just ass. neck, neck to, to just below waist. That's and it. I was like, hi, okay, what's this? And then I look at the title. It says, The Lady and the Orc by Finley Fenn. And I went, The Lady and the Orc? So I open it up in Goodreads and I'm looking at the series and it's going down like the Lady and the Orc, the Heiress and the Orc, the Librarian and the Orc, the Duchess and the Orc. I'm like, what is this? <laughs> I go, this is like some straight bodice ripper, but with an Orc. I go, you know what? I'm doing it. Yeah. Doing it. It's Kindle Unlimited, so why not? So I think it's like seven books, three novellas, and like a whole shit ton of bonus epilogues that you can get from her newsletter and her website. And I am addicted. I have a problem. It's a bad one. And I'm waiting desperately for the next book to come out because I am just jonesing for a hit at this point. And then naturally, uh, I wrote Jackie D into this sticky mess because I think I text her immediately. I'm like, Jack it! Yeah. Read it. She, I don't know what she was working on at the time, but she's like, "All right, when I'm done and with this." It's 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 so so sticky. It's, so it's sticky. very sticky. So. All right, let's. Uh, let's I'm going to give you an overview of what this story is about. Okay, so if you open up uh, Kindle Unlimited, which it is still available on. I think all of the main novels are on there. Um, she has a mage series as well. And then I think some of the novellas are on there, but there is content that is exclusive to her uh, newsletter that you have to sign up for and go to her website, but they are worth it. Do it. It's free. All she wants is your email. Just give it to her, right? She's not taking your social security number. Also, she has a discord and it's fucking filthy in there and I'm all for it. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to read to you what, like if you pull it up in Kindle, um, what the description is, all right? He's the most feared monster in the realm, and she's what he needs to win this war. In a world of warring arcs and men, Lady Nor is condemned to a childless marriage, a cruel lord husband, and a life of genteel poverty. Until the day her home is ransacked by a ward. And leading the charge is their hulking, deadly orc captain, the infamous Grimmar. And Grimmar has a wicked plan for Lady Nor and for ending this war once and for all. She's going to become his captive and the perfect snare for Lord Nor. There's no possible escape, and soon Lady Nor is dragged off toward Orc Mountain in the powerful arms of her greatest enemy, a ruthless commanding warlord with a velvet voice and mouth-watering scent, who awakens every forbidden hunger she ever knew she had. <laughs> but Grimmar refuses to accept half-measures, in war or in pleasure. And before he'll conquer Lady Nor's deepest, darkest desire, she needs to surrender everything. Her allegiance, her wedding ring, her future. And with her husband's forces giving chase, Lady Nor can't afford to play such a dangerous game. Or can she? Even if this deadly orc's plan might be the only way to save them all. 
This is a monster romance, all right? It's an 18 plus erotica monster romance. We've already gone over what erotica means. It's fucking porn, okay? Mm-hmm. You know this by now if you've yeah. been listening. Let's talk about monster romance. So this is a subgenre of romance. It's and it's also I would I would consider it and what I was doing my research, it's most of the time considered a further subgenre of fantasy romance. So you have romance, fantasy romance, and then monster romance. And it's more than just that like falling for the quote unquote bad guy. Monster romance is finding connection with a creature deemed ugly, immoral, or unfit for society. So that's where you get like the orcs, the demons, the there's one with a spider. Like just... <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. There's what was it like the Kraken's bride or something it was oh like God. Harry it's... Potter took a very 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 wrong turn yes yes <laughs> it's all there it's all there on top of this in um and I've, I've, I've read a lot of these now I told you I have a problem um when you get into the the monster romance we also seem to go hand in hand with this breeding kink trope so if you've ever heard of the breeding kink like like the book textbook definition it's like a sexual arousal to the like idea of basically impregnating someone making making offspring yes yes i think actually um special victim jane had an episode about this okay with um uh what's his name john stamos oh jesus yeah he had a breeding kink (laughs) anyway so the breeding kink trope in these monster romances is this where it's the the monster or the beast per se there's usually this subplot or this this need of an heir or like this primal urge of the monster to claim their mate. Like my stunt is on her, we're stunt bound, like that. Yeah. So, and you know, there's, there's a lot of, um, there's no birth control, that's not a thing. They sometimes they talk about it, but it's usually like, oh, well, there's like this potion you can take after, but you're not gonna do that, bitch. You know, like, <laughs> that kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) and finally this is another character it is like you hear it orc smut and honestly what else could it mean nothing except for smut with orcs if somebody says hey i got some orc smut for you i already know exactly at a minimum what to expect there's gonna be a lot of orc seed and pricks and yeah a lot of use of the word woman probably yes yes tusks too yeah. Sometimes they're just biting. Yeah. Yeah. We get standard. Okay. Reviews of this book. We got a 3.73 out of 5 on Goodreads at about 5,000-ish ratings and 856 reviews. I think this is not known enough, and I'm trying to help get the word out. <laughs> if you follow us on Twitter, you see it. Jackie's where this is supposed to be our podcast Twitter page. And I am like single-handedly turning it into the monster slash orc smut fan club. Yes. I'm trying to get the word out. And Finley Finn does follow us now and interacts with our posts. So she approves. We love you, Finley. <laughs> she's amazing. I fangirled so hard, so hard. <laughs> and she's probably like, God, this bitch is weird. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, there's not enough ratings and reviews. That's what I'm saying. Get on there, read this, review it. But I'm also, we said this about the other ones. I think for a monster romance, 3.73, that's fucking high. Yeah. Because this is like, 
this is some shit that is out of left field where I think a lot of people just stumble onto it not knowing what to expect and then they're like Whoa, pearls. well hence you know, some of the one out of five reviews yes yes but the five it's like den of, uh, den of vipers where five was like this is trash but oh my god it's so fucking good yeah. like yes this is where we're once you get so I heard somebody on a Twitter call it um, monster fuckers <laughs> and now I really don't want to call it anything else but anyway 3.73 out of 5 we have uh, 5 out of 5 was at 29% 4 was at 31% 3 24% and then 2 to 1 we're like at this like 13 combined percent okay <laughs> Jackie do you want to read the first for you sure Do it's it. a 5 out of 5 was I expecting to shed a tear over monster smut today of course not but I think that's the glorious thing about this genre, and this book specifically. It's full of the outlandish sex and story that you expect, but also the twists and emotions that you may not. Some deem it, at one point, too dark. But for me, it was a sensitive pool in the story that felt just right. I dug it, others dug it, dig it, so give in and grab a shovel. Hell yeah. Yeah. And I will admit... um, I did not know what to expect either. So I'm reading this. I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous. I think I was texting Jackie the whole time I was reading that. I was like, oh my God, this is ridiculous, Jackie. You got to read it. But then all of a sudden I am in bed sobbing, inconsolable next to my husband. Mm-hmm. He's going, what's, what's wrong? What's, what's the matter? And I, I don't know what to say at this point because I can't turn to him and be like, okay, so like there's this orc and a lady <laughs> And like, where do you go with that? Okay. He's already looking at me like I'm fucking crazy. So I'm like, never mind. I'm just, <gasps> my eyes are red, puffy, dying. And now at this point, I, like, I have to finish it. I could not go to sleep, not having closure. Anyway, I'll read the next one. So we have a five out of five. They rated it, but they said it's a 4.5 in the text. It goes, what the ever loving fudge. I was expecting monster porn. I was not expecting to be bawling my eyes out like a baby. This was surprisingly great. The plot was engaging. The world building was phenomenal. The schmexy scenes were hot AF. And it was a roller coaster of emotions. It ripped my heart out, put it back together, and made me smile with a beautiful HEA, which is happily ever after. <laughs> okay, Jackie, for you the next one, this one's, I think, one of my favorites. Okay. Five out of five, perfect for what it is, a filthy monster romance that made me sweat. Writing was good, sex was off the charts, lots of drama and groveling, Brought the bought the rest of the series immediately. Yes. Oh, I wasn't even done with this book, and I'm like, I'm reading everything. And then when you're done, at the end, you had the little message from her, because she's so sweet, and she's just, thank you for reading, and all this other sweet stuff. Um, I, I think she's Canadian. I think she's just super nice. That's probably what it is. But then she's like, my newsletter, because I have a special bonus epilogue. I'm like, I want to know. <laughs> gimme, 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 gimme. I read them all. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I found this three out of five. It's kind of lengthy, so bear with me. But as I'm reading it, I'm like, this is this is a pretty good review for somebody who just, uh, just follow along. Three out of five. Oh, dear God. WTF did I just read? Also, I can just as well see myself binge reading this entire It Was So Bad, It Was Possibly Slightly Good series of monster romances. Holy orcs are Batman. <laughs> there was just so much trauma, trigger warning galore. 
so much so that in the fragile, overworked, pandemic, healthcare worker hellhole that my headspace is, I was tearing up and breaking down in ugly sobs with how much Jewel went through. Grimmer was unnecessary mean, like so mean that his grovel was not good enough. I found the orc sex almost the orc sex almost comical. So I was just giggling through the sex pics. I, I agree. <laughs> Especially the first one. Later on, you're, you're fucking into it. It was not hot as much as it was hilarious. Clearly, my mind is a messed up place. There was just a lot of orc semen in here. Apparently, orc semen is also nutritious. <laughs> <laughs> like, she basically survived some days just by giving the dude blow jets. It's just she puts giggles, snort. <laughs> <laughs> Thoroughly enjoyable. When the sexy bits were read as comedy and the story itself was brutal, as most of these gritty medieval-ish fantasy romances are. There was a lot of well-nuanced feminism about body autonomy and not seeing women as property that was lost in the orc sex comedy fest. However, I am hooked enough to read this whole series, so watch this space for more hot takes on orc sex. Jeez. <laughs> there. Uh, <laughs> Do you want to read the DNF? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. One out of five. DNF at 58%. Going to be completely honest, 45, 45% of my dislike for this book is the constant overuse of the word seed. Orc dude does not shut the hell up about the semen. There are some interesting ideas here. Orcs being an all-male race, being ugly, clearly based on Tolkien orcs or uh, orakai, but human women finding them irresistible, which they do, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but, like, no orc dude figures out in all these years that they should be nice and show a little humanity to the human women they need to procreate <sighs> with. So the women won't be afraid of the orcs and run away the first chance they get. I try to suspend my disbelief, but this feels so obvious. And it wouldn't be a big deal if this was a hit it and quit it situation. But these guys want the women to stay and be their quote mates, end quote. But mostly it's the seed thing. <laughs> All right, listen, that word seed is just beaten to death in these books but i would have it no I'm other gonna way i'm gonna go i'm gonna go into my uh my kindle oh and count do a word and, count. and and do do a word count library lady it, in new york it, it is used the word prick is used and the word woman is used so much but i think if you do go at it and just like embrace the comedy of it it's fine seed is 80 times eight zero really I yes like it would have been more what about prick? Prick is actually 89 times. Damn, prick beat out seed. Yeah. Hmm, okay. I think if this reviewer would have just stuck it out, a lot of the things they had issues with in the final paragraph probably would have been answered. So, yeah. you know, but you do you, boo-boo. We are full supporters of DNFing. If it is just not your thing and you're not going for it, I want you to take it and fucking yeet it. All right? Yeah. And you go into Goodreads, you claim your trophy, and you move on with your life. And then maybe gently pick it up and put it on a bookshelf somewhere. <laughs> or if it's your Kindle, like, maybe just, like, toss it to the side on the couch or something. <laughs> yeah. Either way, get some yeeting. All right. Let's talk about our favorite characters and who we would cast them as if we're... Because remember, we do a little backwards on this one. We're going to try and adapt 
our favorite crazy reads. Yeah. We will say that I put this out on Twitter and the author Finley Fenn did respond um, about Grimmar and she believes that Liev Schreiber should be Grimmar. And when she posted his, uh, the gif of like him from that Wolverine movie where he's all like beasted out a little bit. And I'm like, yeah. this is perfect. Yep. This is perfect. We can't do anything different. Yep. I picked Balder from, and he's a, he's sort of a main character throughout this. Like they, they kind of all are, but like he's usually always there because he is the right hand of the captain. Um, but I just really enjoyed his interactions that he had with Jewel. And he's just so sweet. He too. is. God, he's just, oh, I love him. So I did Balder, and who I would cast is Aiden Turner. Mr. Pensive, pensive staring out into the uh, the ocean in, uh, what's that series that he was in? Oh, yeah. I forget. I know what you're talking about. I, yeah. I, I'm, like, in my head right now, I'm, I'm looking at him. It, looking it, starts, it, <laughs> it starts with a P, I think. Yeah. I was just, yeah. Uh, we'll come Whatever. back to it. Don't worry, yeah. guys. We're fucking drunk. But also, he is a, a Mr. Dwarf in The Hobbit. Yep, yep. He's one of the dwarfs. Because yep. he has that, like, he's just super sweet. He has a really sweet face. But then if you look at him from afar and he's, like, got a shirt, like, that he's sexy. Yep. But he's sweet. And I think if you paint him green, he'll be just as sweet. <laughs> I'm going to go with Kest. And my number one pick would be Ryan Gosling because I think what? he 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 plays a smartass really really well. And Kest is nothing if he's not a smartass. But do you think like Ryan Gosling is a little bit too dudish for Kest? Because Kest is like a raging queen. Well, no, not really. I think I think he can play kind of anything but the thing that i was focusing on was kest was described as very lean mm -hmm. which ryan gosling is definitely very lean mm -hmm. granted he can bulk up but mm -hmm. i just i think it was more the i i didn't i didn't really see him as like the queen type i saw him more as the uh bitch say something kind of type yeah yeah no yeah. i'm with you there I think if you read a little bit more. Yeah, second runner up would be Christian Bale. Stop it. I shouldn't even let you say that. That's fucking stupid, Jackie. What are you talking about? I just. I'm Christian just Bale. Christian. Christian Bale. I'm going with body type. Jesus. Fucking Batman? Yeah. No. You're Moving wrong. on. Moving on. <laughs> All right. How is it getting adapted? What are we talking here? Movie, series? Like. I said movie, but I think you're leaning more towards series, and I, I think I could see that. Yeah, I, I know we're only talking about the first book, but it is part of a bigger universe. There's a lot going on. Every book, you know, you're introducing a new story, but you still have the characters from the previous story coming in. None of them really are a standalone. Um, but I would also think, like, even just everything that's happening in this book, you could break it out into a series. Like, yeah. I think it would work. Well, and but, I, mean, I can actually see that because you know that series Virgin River on Netflix? Yeah. That's yeah. actually a series of books. And what they did was it's the same kind of thing like I'm reading now or like this where you have the main couple in mm -hmm. one book, but you have other peripheral characters and they come more into play later on. But everybody yeah. else are, always makes an appearance and they made that into a series. So, yeah, I can see a series. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what do you think? Who's going to host this? 
who's put who's putting it out for us? Well, well, I said that the platform doesn't really exist for something like this, but I said maybe <laughs> maybe if Sci-Fi and Passion Flicks or Cinemax partnered up, and like let's do this. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. So I'm gonna go a little bit more traditional. I'm gonna call out Stars, and the reason I'm doing this is because we were talking about Spartacus the other day, mm-hmm. and Spartacus is fucking filthy. It is. And the shit that's happening that way, I'm like, if Starks can do it for Spartacus, they can just paint those fuckers green and get, like, just call them orcs. Yep. Right? Okay. Yep. All right. Yep, yep. All right. So let's say we get our series, right? Stars is like, got it. They call up Finley, and they're like, boo, we want the rights to make this into a series. What scene has to be in it? So I said when Jewel finally realizes that she wants to stay with Grimar and she loves him, I think it's the first time she actually tells him that she loves him and they're doing the nasty with all the orc seed. And after they finish, she realizes that they had an audience. (laughs) Everyone's just like, hey. Yeah, they're all in the hallway like, what's up? (laughs) Never mind that there's really nothing to keep anybody from observing in the first place because it's a doorway with no door. I did. Um, so later on, Jackie hasn't read all the books like I have. She's uh, she's paced herself a little bit better. Um, but later on, some of the different clans uh, in the corridors, some of them do have like uh, curtains and stuff. Oh, yeah. I know that. Yeah, but yeah. like his, yeah. they, they might have a curtain in the doorway, but like everybody's right there in the curtain. Yeah, they're like, pushed aside. What's going on? Like, they're like, oh, they're busy. We'll, we'll wait. Yeah. But also that's all, that's like a theme in these, uh, another kind of, I don't know if it's a trope, but it's more of a theme in these monster fuckers. Uh, there's no sense of uh, privacy. No. So like, what what do you mean? Like, why do you have to put clothes on? Um, well, because there's like 50 other fucking orcs in this room. Who want and, to breed. Yeah. He's like, no, no, you're mine. I want to show you off. And then they get in there and everyone else is just naked and fucking yeah with each other yep so but i i will say this i do appreciate how this author sort of like gradually introduces you to things so you get to like clutch your pearls a little bit but then as you go on you know it's still there in the next book but she introduced something else so like you're not clutching your pearls to the the thing that was in the last book yeah but then you get to like the final books and it's just a fucking all-out battle royale of orc orgies and you're like this is fine this is pretty tame (laughs) She just slowly desensitizes you. (laughs) What scene would you include, Mel? What scene has to be in there? I want the meeting where they're in the room with the big table. Oh, yeah. And he brings her in. Yeah. Or I think, like, he's meeting, and then she's like, I want to go see him, whatever. And she she walks in, sits next to him. But, like, they're talking serious business, right? He's with other clan leaders and elders and stuff, and they're talking all in their orcish. And she's just like, huh. And she, (laughs) this is what I really love about so he's sitting there, like, all big and bad next to her, and she just, like, I know, like, scooches up next to him and, then, like, knocks her shoulder into his, and he's like, all right, and puts his arm around her, you know, and then she goes a little bit closer, and he's like, I just feel like that's so, like, high school girlish, you know, when you're, like, <laughs> out with your boyfriend, and he's talking about football with his friends, and you're just like, I want attention, too, but yep. I'm not going to be obnoxious about it, Yep. and he just gives it. It's so fucking adorable, but then it also gets really nasty. Yep. And not nasty in a bad way, just nasty in a motherfucker, or like in a monster fucker way. Yep. Because then she's like, oh, I wonder what I can do with this. So like, she just like goes under the table and is like, oh, I'll work it out down here. 
while he's still <laughs> having, having his meaning. meaning. <laughs> Talking is serious orc business. Amazing. Yeah. It has to be in there. If it's not in there, I'm not watching it. All right, Jackie. So Stars has picked up this series, um, is paying Finley Finn all the big bucks to help them write the screenplay for that it. We she get our scenes. Deserves. Yes, yes. We get the scenes that we want in it. Are we watching it? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Every week, recording it, putting it onto a hard disk. Maybe maybe <laughs> having watch parties. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Watch parties. I'm I'm rewatching it like I fucking like burned out the first season of Outlander. That's yep. that's what's happening with this. I'm yep. watching it and watching it and watching it. You're not gonna stop me. It's gonna be like my security blanket watch. Yeah. Where if I'm feeling a little stressed out, I'm just gonna put it on. Let's recap what we've learned. Okay. We have now ventured into the sub of subgenres where it gets a bit dark. It's kinda like when you go on YouTube and you just start like clicking the next video down and they suggest you get to the real dark yeah. deep depths of just depravity that's where we're at i mean we're not all the way down yet trust me mm -mm. but we are like i don't know like maybe in like the sixth circle of hell in respect to subgenres <laughs> for romance that's pretty we haven't close made it to the bottom that's pretty close <laughs> to the bottom it's, it's pretty close we haven't made it to cerberus yet but like we're getting there we the can ice pit chewing. that houses hitler yeah. Yeah, like, <laughs> almost, almost, not yet. <laughs> anyway, so we got monster romance. This is the subgenre, remember, of a subgenre, which is that fantasy romance. And it's dealing with just an ugly, non-traditional love interest, a.k.a. Beauty and the Beast fan fiction. I like it. Yeah, that's yeah. what it is. All of us growing up watching Belle and the Beast, going, oh, my God, it's so sweet. That was just the G version of monster yeah. romance. Mm -hmm. Yep. So get fucked by a monster. Well, and there have been R and NC-17 rated uh, Beauty and the Beast type stories. So. Oh, I tried one of them and it was straight trash. And I don't know what people are finding in it. I, I went to town in my review about it. I was angry. Angry. I think that's probably the quickest DNF I've ever had in my life. Trash. I'll, I'll send it to you. Okay. <laughs> trash. Okay, and then we talked about how in these monster romances, they, they kind of go hand in hand with this breeding kink trope. And that is that monster needs an heir. You know, they have this urge, this primal animalistic need to claim and impregnate their mate, aka so much semen. Seed everywhere. So and I'm telling you, it's it's in all of them. Maybe not to the degree that Finley was comfortable with, but it's there. They're like, seed 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 some of them got knocks they're just like fucking just like anchoring themselves up in there so you can't get away from it like it's a thing all right oh god have you read anything with a knot yet jackie explain further okay oh okay so i'm not deep into the omega verse type stories yet but i have i'm like in these hybrids and one of them was an orc novel but when the orc has a true mate so it's kind of like an extra part of on um, their shaft oh that God. when they're doing it and they're about to like finish that knot like latches on and keeps them inside it's big in the werewolf shifter type romances but i've only I've, i think i've only read maybe two novels that have is it to uh, keep anything from coming out exactly keeping it all it's all about the semen yep okay mm -hmm. Yep. All right. 
Lady in New York, people, go. I'm telling you, five out of five. Kindle Unlimited. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Goodreads. I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to get you in contact with Finley Fett. You're going to get in her Discord. <laughs> and you're a whole new world. Like, that's... <laughs> Come on. Okay. Next week, um, we're we're switching up a little bit. We, we have another romance-ish ish it's, it's it's one of these where it's like uh, it's, it's a really tough test, one it's testing the boundaries of what a romance is and i, I we'll see but we are going to talk about basically the premise of a law and order special victims unit episode with uh bell aurora's raw book one yeah get ready people yeah you know but until then uh be smutty bye, bye. <laughs>